We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mind on My Money podcast presented by Pinnacle Trust. Hosted by RebelGrove.com publisher Neil McCrady and Pinnacle Trust financial guru Martin Palomo, the Mind on My Money podcast tackles the financial questions we're all thinking about. From paying for college to saving for retirement, from life insurance needs to 401ks and everything in between. The goal is to help you take the stress out of financial concerns and give you some tips to enjoy life while your mind is on your money. Now here are your hosts, Neil McCrady. And Martin Paloma. Welcome to another edition of Mind on My Money presented by Pinnacle. I'm Neil McCready. Martin Palomo joins me from Jackson where he is at Pinnacle. We'll uh, talk about, probably talk a lot about the presidential debate last night as we record this on Thursday, August the 24th. It's a little before 11 a.m. Central Daylight Time as we, uh, as we hit the button. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about some economic things that are out there. I don't really know. So Thursday afternoon, we'll, as we Thursday late morning, as I should say, talk about some stuff here on Mind of My Money. I'll tell you real quickly, I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark and tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. You can either use that quote as a gauge elsewhere to uh, make sure that you're getting a fair deal. That's fine. No skin off Corey's back, or you can end up doing what I've done multiple times now, and that's get a Clark Ford from Clark Ford. Great service. Um, great uh, great products. They really care for you. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy, and they'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. And, Martin, before we get rolling, uh, tell the people what's going on there at Pinnacle. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> we are – man, we are we are back into the swing of things. Um Lots of, uh, lots of client meetings in the next, well, gosh, man, actually the, my next several months are already, they just got me booked up with, <clears throat> with meeting with folks kind of going through their plan and making sure, um, that, uh, that we're still on track for, you know, for their goals, whether it's retirement, saving for <clears throat> kids college, uh, you know, or that dream, uh, retirement second home that some folks may have. And, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that has been coming up a little bit lately and markets were really good, uh, you know, have been good this year. Uh, they've been a little choppy in the last month. Um, but you know, folks have actually, I've had a couple of folks, I don't know if they're listening to the show, man, I think my clients are listening to the show, but I've had, a my last couple of conversations, folks have been asking me like, Hey, uh, should we be adding, some more bonds in the portfolio. And I'm like, what, man, maybe people are actually listening to, 
to to what we talk about. So, yeah. you know, folks, uh, folks that are kind of looking at their portfolios, if you don't know what you have or, or think you might need something different in there, you know, it's never, uh, it doesn't ever cost anyone a, a dollar for us to have a conversation. Um, you know, sometimes it's a good fit. Uh, sometimes it's not a good fit. And, you know, if it's not a good fit for, for you, um, you know, that's okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings. And if it's not going to be a good fit for me, I do, I'm honest with folks and say, Hey, I don't think that this is going to make sense for you. But, uh, anyway, uh, as my business partner, Chris Dockery would say, uh, you never know how you look until you get your picture took. Uh, that's true. so, you know, if, uh, if folks are kind of looking at their stuff and saying, I don't know what this should be or what it is, uh, give us a call 601-957-0323, or you can email us info at mypinnwealth.com. Um, yeah, and there's nothing more true than you think you look a certain way and then you see a picture and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. not how, that's not how I look. <laughs> I'll look I a look little like heavier that? than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to trim some stocks out and put a little more bonds in. Yeah. Try time to skip another couple <laughs> time to skip another couple of meals. Yeah. Um all right. So the Republican debate was last night. Yeah. Uh it was interesting, really interesting night in media, honestly. We won't we're not a media show, but it was an interesting night in media because five minutes before the Republican candidates took the stage in Wisconsin on Fox News, uh, Tucker Carlson hit the go button basically on on X or Twitter, and his guest in studio was the former President Donald Trump. I missed that one, man. Okay, well, I watched the debate last night, and then this morning... Um, oh, I did watch the debate, but I, I missed the Tucker Carlson interview. As I was telling you, my morning routine, I, I take myself for a run, come back, and then take my dogs for a walk. And on the walking portion of my morning, I listened to uh, Trump and Carlson. Okay. Uh, I was apparently in the minority because it was like 171 million views or something like that. There's an incredible number on Trump and Carlson. I'm sure that it absolutely destroyed the ratings that Fox got on their live coverage of the, of the debate. But I wanted to watch the debate in large part because I, a, I like debates and they're interesting. Yep. And, uh, and I wanted to see how some of these people interacted because I sort of had some theories about different people that are involved in this race and without Trump on the stage to steal all of the oxygen, I wanted to see who could sort of emerge. Yeah, oxygen. <laughs> um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I was really interested to see. There was a couple of people I wanted to see debate. Um, I really didn't care much about watching Pence. Uh, I mean, we've seen Pence talk. Um, I really uh, wanted to see Vivek Ramaswamy in his first debate. I really wanted to see Tim Scott. Um. And I was interested in watching, you know, hearing DeSantis. Uh, those were those were really kind of my my and Nikki Haley. Uh, those were those were my big ones. Uh, I was I was actually kind of impressed with. Um, no, I, I think he's a way 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 dark horse. Um, but the governor from North Dakota, uh, Burgum. I liked um, him too. I liked I him a he, lot. Yep, I thought he did really well, man. I I was really connecting with him, and I don't know if it's because he's a 
not a like you know uh in the limelight in the spotlight he's from uh, a, a state like north dakota uh i think in mississippi can very much have a lot of the same values um you know and then the governor from arkansas asa hutchinson um yeah you know i i, I didn't think he had a great performance but i think he's got a lot of credentials uh you know a lot of a lot of uh of good experience but man i kind of uh, i kind of liked how ramaswamy i mean he came out swinging man and <laughs> i think that that had to be his that had to be his strategy though or else you know he was just going to get buried i always uh, make football analogies on these because i cover football i guess yeah vivek ramaswamy feels like the group of five team that is a good group of five team yeah that is playing an sec team and just goes hey you know what i'm gonna got, yeah. we've got nothing to lose okay he doesn't have anything to lose either that's the great thing everybody's picking us to get beat so here's what we're gonna do yep. we're just gonna go out and play like our hair's on fire yeah, that's what we're gonna do did. for four quarters we're never gonna relent we're gonna get hit some we're gonna hit yep. some adversity today okay guys They've got a bunch of good players over there, and they're going to do some things to us that that hurt our feelings. But we're never going to blink. We're just going to keep going. And here's the promise, fellas. At the end of this day, if you just go out and do what I'm asking you to do, at the end of this day, when we get back into this locker room at the end of the day, there will be no blame assigned, no shame, no anger, we're just going to take our showers and put on our clothes and get on the bus. And guys, yeah. there's a chance we're going to win today. Yeah. And and it kind of feels like that because that dude, dude, he won. I mean, I, in my eyes, like he came out and stunned and surprised and then knocked everyone. I mean, I think Pence is a is a normally pretty like even kill dude. And dude, he got under <laughs> he got under Pence's skin and uh you know, and, and got him a little, his feathers ruffled. I mean, you know, I do like that Ramaswamy has a lot of business experience. Um, you know, he a hundred percent is an outsider, uh, which I also like that he's an outsider and, but you know, I, you know, there, I think Nikki Haley probably did the best job, uh, of, you know, giving him some exposing some of his weaknesses, which, I think is probably at the moment foreign policy, but dude, that's stuff that you can, he can get really smart people around him and get that stuff figured out. So I don't know, man, he, uh, in my eyes, I think he kind of, he just like you said, I like, I liked your analogy. He was the group of five team that had a preseason match with an sec squad and, you know, ran some trick plays in the beginning, got out ahead and, and no one ever, no one ever caught up with him. Um, but I thought Tim Scott, I was, I really, I really like Tim Scott, man. I like um, Tim Scott a, a lot. I like, I like him. Uh, I like his demeanor. I love his demeanor, man. I um, love his demeanor. I kind of like Ramaswamy's demeanor because he's up there and they keep trying to hit him with, you're not experienced. And I think, and I bet you, you agree with this. There's a part of me that goes good good yeah absolutely let's get somebody back in washington let's try something different because hey we're doing the experience thing right now and it feels it like it's working. failing yeah yeah it feels it's like, like it's not working 
dude, it's like the, you know, the thing you said with, uh, with, with Republicans, it's like, Hey, we're really good at run the ball up the middle. So we're just going to run the ball up the middle every play. And if the Democrats figure out like, dude, all we got to do is tackle the backs and, you know, and put a bunch of dudes in the box and, and get square. And, you know, Ramaswamy's kind of like a, Hey, I'm, I'm gonna run some trick, trick plays. And, uh, you know, he's, a, he's different, man. I'm, he, he got his stock rose significantly for me. And, and then the fact that he is a, he's an entrepreneur, he's a businessman um, for, and I know that's, I'm not saying this should be this way for all of our listeners, but for me, that scores a lot of points. Um, Cause the economy and running the business of the country, uh, I mean, I'm going to say it and foreign policy are my two big, my top two deals but foreign policy is foreign policy is something he can really surround himself with really strong folks and and cover that up if but if you're weak on the economy uh i don't know man that that one's hard to for me that one's just hard to to cover up harder to cover up than than foreign policy yeah i agree completely um i thought nikki haley in my eyes i thought she had a good she had a good night um she had a good night. She is so establishment. Um, here's the deal with the Republicans. There's a couple of things. The Republicans are going to have to agree to some sort of unified front, in my opinion, on abortion and abortion rights. It's for DeSant- I think DeSantis is done. I think he's done. I, I actually thought he was done when he signed the legislation in Florida for six weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. This isn't about personal beliefs, by the way. This is just about being pragmatic. At the end of the day, it's, I've used another football example. I might want to win a football game by really running the ball. Yep. This might be the style I like. Boy, that's what I love, right? It just, just hits me in the fields when we just off tackle and trap and dive and little counter sweep here and there, a little USC stuff. By God, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to beat you up and make you like it. Okay. We're going to kick your ass physically and make you, that's like the that. way I love football. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I love it. Love it. Okay, great. But what if the way to beat a team is to throw the ball? Yep. What if that team is really susceptible to secondary? Then you, you throw it because the, at the end of the day, the goal is to win the game. That's right. Right. And so if you're the Republicans at the end of the day, the goal is to win the election. And so while you might want to go with a totally pro-life plank, well, I get that. But if all of the data shows that if you are insistent on that, you will not win the election, you, you have no choice politically but to back off that, period. And so I think the one thing, I think it was Haley who said it, it was, I think it was. And she was. I thought it was her best moment of the night. And as a woman, it probably resonated. The Republicans should get on one page so that they could then go to the Democrats and say, so let me ask you some questions here. Yeah. These are yes, no answers. Yep. I know where you're going with this. One. Are you yep. for abortion at 38 weeks? Yeah. Yes or no? At 39 weeks? Yes or no? And when the Democrats come back and go, you are, no, no, I'll tell you what we're for. We're for a limit at 15 weeks or 12 weeks or whatever. The Republicans need to get on the same page on this. It is, to me, it is a spot where they can win 
female votes back. That moderate, independent female vote who says, you know what? I don't want anyone telling me what I can or can't do with my body. But I do think at some point in the process, it's murder. Right. I'm not a woman. I'm married to one. I have two that are daughters. And they all have different thoughts on that, but it's roughly in that ballpark. You you don't possess the right to tell me what I can do with my body, but I do think at some point you've crossed the point where it's something different. Sure. Yeah, and now, Nikki Haley did nail she nailed that to that. She yeah, nailed she that because if 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 she were on the stage, she would say, I believe that um Abortion is a personal choice, but at 15 weeks, you should be able to make that decision. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Biden, Governor Newsom, Vice President Harris? Is there is there going to be a... At, at 38 weeks, what do you think? At 39 weeks, make them... Because you know they won't answer that question. Right. And they're not answering that question makes them look weak. Well, I think it's she a actually no question. Do you believe that? Do you believe that a woman should be able to abort her child in, in, except in situations where she's saving the mother's life? Right. Should be able to abort the child at 38 weeks. Yes or no. They're not going to answer that 39 weeks, 37 weeks. What's your number? Cause my number's 12, 15, whatever. Get on a page, lock it in as that's my stance. Yeah. That's, a... that's the path to winning moderate votes. I agree. I mean, I I don't disagree with that at all. And then she also kind of blasted the media saying like, hey, you failed here and not asking, you know, these questions. And is there going to be a Democratic debate? No. As of now, there's not. Okay. Uh, But, you know, we've talked about this a lot of times. This Hawaii thing has really hurt Biden. Yes. It has yes. hurt Biden with with moderates. His numbers are down. Trump is being indicted or turning himself in today in, in Atlanta, Fulton County. Every time he does, his numbers go up. His numbers and head-to-head with, with Biden is now everything's pretty much within the margin of error. It's interesting times, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. If you're the Democrats, I... I, I I saw a statistic, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was roughly this. Biden in 2020 won the black voter vote. It was like 86 to 11. Massive victory. Well, in polling data now, Trump is up to around 20% of black voters saying they'll vote for Trump. And Biden is down to somewhere, depending on the poll, between about 61 and 70%. So Biden still wins by a massive number, but 86 to 11 is not the same as, let's call it, let's meet in the middle and call it 65 to 20. That's, that's a, it's a big shrinking of the margin. Right. And it was a close election. And right. the Democrats, who, to their credit now, the Democrats will run whatever play style is going to win. <laughs> they will. Hey, if, if running the ball wins, great. Let's run the ball. Passing the ball wins, great. Let's throw it all over the place. Whatever whatever we got to do, we're not married to a style. We just want to win. That's right. 
I wonder if they start to look at this and go, hey, this thing, this thing with Biden, Biden's got to run on his record. There's a chance 2024 is a kind of a bloody year economically that a lot of the stuff that's going on with the housing market and interest rates and the Fed and all of that could squeeze a little in 2024 just because. We do we really want this? Do we do we really are we are we are we really willing to make this about Biden's record? Because if it gets about Biden's record, mm, I don't know. It's oh, a little yeah. iffy, even if it's against Trump. Because I think they thought, and I get why they would think it. You know, at some point, man, this guy gets indicted so much that people go, I'm not fooling with this. This is too much. He's a distraction. He, he he's a criminal, right? He's going to jail. And I'm like, I can't vote for him that's not what's happening in the polls every time they indict him his lead jumps among republicans his base wild, strengthens it, it's crazy yeah. i told somebody yesterday i was actually over at my parents house my dad turned 81 yesterday we were talking about the time in which we're living i told him i said you know 50 years from now when all of us are long gone people are going to be writing about 2024 they're gonna be books titled 2024 yeah <laughs> and yes i was like you know my my kids who will at that point all be in their 70s i guess carson will be in his 60s yeah, late 60s yeah yeah their kids their grandkids god willing will be asking them about what was 20, what was 2024 like what was that like you you were alive then you were what 20 years old what was that like you know, and I told him, I said, we're, this is, this is like, we're living history. This is a, it feels like a, this big moment. I know we do this on all elections, but this one feels really big. Yeah. I mean, and dude, and I mean, even last law, um, you know, the 2020 election was felt really big. Um, I mean, it was, it, it was big it, and it had consequences. <laughs> As, as you, uh, as you, as you've said eloquently in the past. So. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump turned himself in today. It's expected to be fingerprinted. A mugshot. If I'm Trump, I take that mugshot. It, it's, it's the, it is the campaign picture on every one of my posters <laughs> because what it says to people is that hey this is they are after me and it had his message i'm not saying that his message is accurate but his message the one that seems to resonate with his base is that they're after me because they want to get to you yeah you know it was people made fun of it but i actually thought the beginning of the debate when it was brett bear and um i can't think of her name right now marsha um mccollum mccollum uh, yep. Martha McCollum. Martha, not Martha. Yeah, Martha. Yep. They referred to that song that's out, you know, the Richmond from Richmond song. Mm -hmm. And here's this song from this guy that none of us had ever heard from before. And it's now at the very top of the Apple yeah. list and stuff. Yeah. Well, that means it resonated. That means it, it went viral for a reason. And it, I mean, he's a good singer and he plays the, the banjo or guitar awfully well. And yep. he's got a unique look about him. But, I mean, he's not like, 
the greatest artist that's ever lived or anything. I mean, he, he you know, I mean, he vocally he's solid or whatever, but it was the words, the yep. words that resonated where he talks about, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, have you watched the reaction videos? Of yes. Powerful. All these different people, black, white, male, female, all yeah. reacting to the video. Yeah. It resonates, yeah. you know, it does. Um, it, it resonates with people. And, and that has to be something that if you're a pollster, you're looking at going, whoa. And I thought it was interesting that they kind of led with that. Why is it that that song is resonating with people in the way that it is? And right. You got a glimpse into who who on that who on that stage is is just sort of. I mean, like Ramaswamy said, he goes, "There's people up here that are bought and paid for." Yeah. Well, man, and God, did he <laughs> did he ruffle all of the feathers? You know, I don't know, Tim Scott. Tim Scott just never seemed to get his feathers ruffled. And, you know, and I thought that his comebacks, you know, his responses were, um, I don't want to say eloquent because that, that makes it sound like, you know, it's, it was very, he is, uh, his presence is very presidential to me. Um, if that makes, if that makes sense at all. And it's like he processes, if he got angry or upset about it, he didn't really show it. Um, but he would make, you know, he would make his remarks and, and, uh, when I think it was, I think it was Tim Scott. One of the things he said, it was like, Hey man, like we got deep issues we need to be discussing. We don't need to be, you know, cutting each other down or trash talking each other or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he's right. And Ramaswamy, I mean, played his card correctly. I thought he, you know, that was the, that was what he needed to do. And, uh, and he executed Ramaswamy did too, but um, Chris Christie, I did not think had a great, great night at all. Um, no, I don't. Either. I, you know, I think he's just an attack dog. He's he's not running because he he thinks he's going to win. He's running because he thinks he can weaken Trump. Yeah. This is part. He's running for personal reasons. Yeah, I think Ramaswamy actually nailed him on that too. Um, that it was revenge, like revenge running. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I thought the world on, man. E on economics, um, you know, I thought Ramaswamy um, really kind of hit some points home and I'm going to call it economics slash like global climate stuff where he was talking about, you know, we have this agenda in the u.s for uh clean energy and our clean energy agenda is to get solar panels and batteries to have quote-unquote clean energy but we're you know acquisitioning all those batteries and solar panels from you know from china being one of the largest um, producers of those and in china they are burning coal and you know using quote-unquote not clean energy to produce our clean energy and you know, and I think you and I had actually had this conversation maybe a couple months ago on the show. And then it, he says it last night and I was, I was just kind of like, man, I mean, I hope that people heard that and that it sunk. He called them. it a hoax. <laughs> he did. Call I mean, it was like, whoa, man, you're, I mean, you're, you're out there on this. But then he said, and I, I've always asked people this when they get worked up about climate change. Why are we only obsessed about what we do in America? 
hundred percent. And that's what he called it. I was like, in, I mean, until we get India and China. And I think also yeah. Nikki Haley, same boat. She said, same, the same she thing. said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Until, until China and India agree to stop their practices, us doing it doesn't help. It's, All it's it does is cause us. us harm. Yes. It's, it's, it's yes, defeating it's us. It's one of the, Donald Trump. The one thing you can say, whether you love Donald Trump, you hate Donald Trump, up, up to you. But when yep. he took office in January of 20, 2017, over the next three years, pre-pandemic, he had us on a strong path to energy independence. Yeah. And the economy Which, reflected that. Yep. And I agree. I think we need to continue that path. Um, and, and I think Ramaswamy, <clears throat> that's where he won some points with me, too, was, you know, hey, um, we want clean energy. Fine. Let's let's crank up our nuclear Bingo. Um, See, that's you know, to me, facilities and to, to me, Martin, if that's when I know whether you're serious or not. Okay. Yeah. I know whether you're serious or whether you're just bought and paid for. I know whether you're serious or you're just so hung up on DEI that you can't say anything. Yep. If you're going to talk about clean energy. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You absolutely must be willing to talk about nuclear. Correct. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's the most efficient clean energy. It, it, it is. It's, it, it's, it's, if, if you're not willing to discuss how can we as a country make nuclear energy safe enough to be insured, then we're not having a real conversation. Correct. We're having a pretend conversation that makes this fringe element of our society feel virtuous. Correct. I'm not into well, virtue. Then, I'm not into virtue right now. This is this is about it's like it's like the people that are trying to bring the mask back and the mask mandates and stuff. It's like you guys, man, you have no credibility on this. No, it you blew your load, dude. You you, you literally did. You absolutely yeah. spent all of it. All of it. <laughs> it's gone. You have to sit this one out. You, yep. you you're it didn't work. You know it didn't work. You knew it didn't work when you tried it, and now you want to bring it back because yeah. it makes people feel a certain way. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Dude, and if by chance this this you know uh, this wave of COVID happened to be the 
the big daddy killer, it's going to, it's going to do it, dude, because there's, I mean, no one that I know personally is being like, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm cool with going back into a shutdown and doing the mask and all that, you know, all of the people that I know personally are, are saying, you know, not happening. Uh, you had your shot, you blew it. We're not doing that again. And I mean, and I think that was one of the things I'll say, I'll say one of the things I thought DeSantis, you know, uh, really separated himself on was, was the COVID policy. And, um, you know, in the way that the state of Florida, uh, you know, reacted to that. And I thought DeSantis had a couple of, he had a couple of shining moments. Um, but all in all, I think his, he was, his was kind of, he didn't make any progress, uh, which I guess in was not a win for him because he needed to make, he needed to make a lot of progress last night. Yeah. I don't think he can come back. I, I think he's been, I always, I always thought DeSantis was the guy. I'll hear, so hear people who want to hear me say this. I was wrong. He just doesn't have the charisma on stage to pull that off. And and now if he ever got on a debate stage with Trump, he'd get eaten alive. Yeah. <clears throat> Trump, Trump is a gorilla, dude. I kind of would like to see, but they have so many of similar ideas, at least mm. from an economic standpoint. Him and Vivek have... A lot of very similar ideas. It's, it would be right. interesting to watch them spar. I think that they would be ghost fighting though because they're kind of the same well, same ideas. To the point where, and this has long been the rumor, and I'm starting to think that maybe people are playing chess while others are playing checkers. Yeah. Is it possible that Ramaswamy knows that he's just a plant? He's up there to sort of be the... Trump Jr.? Trump Jr.? Yeah, but he is, he does seem to be, he doesn't give me the, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Um, I, the way I see him different than Trump is because of how they got there. Uh, you know, Ramaswamy, child of immigrant parents that were, have been in America for 40 years, you know, he literally built his empire from scratch. There was no one handing him you know, uh, something that was pre-built and I don't think he's had long enough to, to turn into the, uh, the monster, if we can call what Trump became, you know, the monster that Trump became, but you know, but they have dude, their economic ideas are very similar, which I'll say that's, that is the area of, of the Trump administration that I thought was kind of a shining light. And, he doesn't seem to get bullied. He's not, you know, he, he won't back down from fight. Um, it's just his foreign policy. And I think that was, you know, Trump's uh, weakness too was, was foreign policy, but he just said, Hey, I'm willing to fight China and Russia and whoever else. And he was crazy enough that they believed him. Uh, so his foreign policy was, I will, I will murder you. So don't make the first step. And it was out of fear. I guess he ruled by fear. All right, so let me ask this. If you're Trump last night or you're Trump's people and you're watching that debate yeah, and someone says, okay, you have to base it off that debate and that debate only, but you have to pick your running mate off that stage, who's your running mate? I mean, if you're wanting a powerhouse. Give me, give me, the, give me the group that you would consider because there's three names in my book. 
Oh man, if you're the all right, if you're the powerhouse and you're saying I'm going to go max flex, and this is going to be we're going to just char all of the grass and field in front of us, and we will take no prisoners. I'm saying Vivek is is the is your is your guy, but it's really an echo chamber. Uh, at least right now, it seems like it might be an echo chamber. Um, I need to see a little bit more of Vivek's like other policy stuff. To I don't think he's as uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, like narcissistic. Um, he seemed to kind of have. I mean, dude, he had a really big smile, and either he's super narcissistic, and yeah. <laughs> and that smile was a total narcissism. But he seemed to be, you know, kind of enjoying the moment hair on fire um, let's let it all hang out see what happens we got nothing to lose yep yep so my other um, two would be him so I'll, I'll take one after this Neil, I'll, okay. you can go number three the second one and i think it would be a strong pick is uh tim scott do you think tim but do you think tim scott would be i mean i guess you don't turn down a vp offer if you no one it, turns but, it down no yep. one turns down a chance to be vice president i mean okay. maybe he would I don't think so. He's got Senate experience. Yeah. yeah. Got well, a good story. I think it's a good balance. That would be a really good balance because Tim Scott is, if there is an antithesis of Trump, yeah, he's uh, calm. that that would be Tim Scott. Yeah. Yeah. He's calm. He, uh, he would be interesting. Who, who, who would, who was your next choice? Cause yours obviously was not Scott. Uh, no, I was going to throw Tim Scott, you know, in the mix. Um, you know, and just from a, if I was having to put together a ticket, um, I don't know, man. I really like the, I'm going to give you two. Okay. Even though you said I can only give you one. No, you can give me seven if you I'm want. I'm you just two. curious who, who on that stage do you think would fit the, fit the bill? See, I'm also, I just thought that, that Doug Burgum, he was a surprise for me and yeah. I think that he is also, I would put him and Tim Scott very similar, um, that they could win a lot of, they could win the hearts and minds of a lot of, um, the end of conservative independence, if that yeah. makes sense. Yes. That phrase makes sense. Conservative yes. independence. Um, and, but man, I just, I still, I really do. I think Nikki Haley is, uh, I just think that she's so she's poised she's very presentable i realize that she you know is quote unquote some of the establishment um you know in the eyes of of a lot of of republicans but man i just think i think also she could win a lot of that conservative independent um and the women she could you know the the issue that i think hurts her chances of being the running mate is her really strong stance on Ukraine. I mean, she's for like doubling down, spending yeah. more, going back in on Ukraine. Trump with Tucker Carlson yesterday said he could end it in a day, which is his thing. Doesn't ever say how he could end it in a day, but he insists right. that he could. And Vivek and, Ramaswamy was, yep. let's get out of there. E echo chamber. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, for, for Trump, Haley would be, hey, we're going to have to find some common ground on this Ukraine thing. With Ramaswamy, he wouldn't have to find that common ground. I don't really remember what Tim Scott's stance on that was, nor do I remember what the governor of North Dakota's stance was. On uh, I don't know that they got the opportunity to answer that question. Um, I know they were trying to spread the love around. I just I remember DeSantis' response from that, which was saying, 
Europe needs to stand up and do their part, and he wouldn't do any more unless Europe was bought in and and contributed some. But you know, I don't know. Trump, Trump definitely is the. Uh, I'm going to punch you in the nose and punch you in the mouth and watch you bleed a little bit and then see what, if you stumble, then I'm probably going to come in and I'm going to, I'm going to hit you again while you're stumbling. Um, and he's just a gorilla, man. And I don't know. I, I see how that is not a great trait, but I also, I really respect it (laughs) as well. Um, and you know, and I guess, well, in in today's politics, I don't know that the passive rope-a-dope it's going to work. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, the, the days of, of a gentlemanly debate. I mean, so let's just talk about quote, let's, let's talk about foreign policy for just a second and specifically Ukraine or, or Russia, you know, more so. Cause I do love, there were the comments saying that, you know, the, the more that we, and I think it was Ramaswamy and I want to say, Oh, I can't remember who else agreed with him. I'm not going to attribute it to anyone because I don't remember who it was. But I remember when Ramaswamy saying, you know, his ideas were that um, the more that we kind of let Russia um, off of, you know, we don't do anything. All we do is sanction them, that it just creates a stronger Russia-China, you know, bond and relationship. I, and I can see I could see the path to that. Um, but, you know, so guys who are leaders of free worlds – I mean, look at what the hell Putin and I, you cannot, I can, you, you could not convince me that this was not an assassination, uh, of, of, uh, of the Wagner, the, um, the leader. Oh my gosh. I'm what's his name. The one that his airplane mysteriously crashed yesterday, killing all 10. Yeah. Um, That's that's already, uh, um, hold on. I'm gonna get you his name. Um, but he's the guy, you know, that marched. Prigozhin. 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 And he marched already, on the uh, Wall Street Journal reports intelligence suggests Prigozhin <clears throat> was assassinated. Early assessments point to bomb or sabotage, American officials say. Yeah. I mean, dude, so dude crosses swords with Putin. You know that you're going to die. I mean, you just got to know that that's the type of man Putin is, is, you know, he, he does not take, uh, take well to, um, you know, you getting in his sandbox and his retaliation is going to be death. Yes. Um, and then, you know, so it's like, you know, where he stands. And I think that was one of the things where Trump kind of led by fear a little bit for his foreign policy was, Hey, you tread on me. And when I come back, if you come at me with a knife, I'm coming at you with a gun. Just, just beware. And, and I think that the world believed him enough to just say, Hey, you know what? That guy has a little bit crazy. So we are going to not do anything stupid. And then you fast forward to a Biden administration. Who's very weak and can be bullied and pushed around. And they're kind of just having their way with, with showing off and, you know, a little bit of cold threats, cold war uh, vibes to them. I mean, it's, you know, I think you got to have someone who's going to be willing to punch punch uh china and russia in the proverbial lip yeah i I do too i mean it's it's the again it's another another reason why i I think there's this buzz in democratic circles of hey this thing might open up a little more than you think because again biden 
his economic, and he's put his name on the economics, Bidenomics. It's a mistake. That was, that was a dumb thing to do. Oh, yeah. You've now ref- made the economy you. When you call it Bidenomics, you can't blame Trump. You can't blame the Republicans. You can't blame Congress. You can't blame a pandemic. No, these are Bidenomics. That was dumb. I mean, everybody, I've heard Democratic people say that was dumb. That was dumb. So you've got that working against you, potentially really working against you. As I look at Wall Street Journal, everything's red today. Um, Which is funny. It started off, <laughs> we, we started the morning green uh, and we turned. We've turned. Yeah, it's, today, it's, so. it's, it's, it's bloody right now. And it's just that one day, and that doesn't matter. But the point is, is that there's a scenario in which 2024 is a pretty rough economic year in this country. Maybe it won't be. But there is a scenario where it is. And if you're if you're a Democratic strategist, you're at least worried about that scenario. And then you've got his foreign policy record, which is it's bad. Yeah. The pullout in Afghanistan was a yep. disaster. It was. And now you have he the, the part of him where he was supposed to be good was, hey, he's going to be a kind, peaceful comforter in chief. And he goes to Hawaii while people have lost their entire families, they've lost children, they've lost everything. And he's like, you know, my house got struck by lightning one time, almost lost my Corvette and my cat. And people are like, I, I, I lost my 14 year old son. You can replace a Corvette. They make yep. more Corvettes and cats. <laughs> Actually, I should at say least that. the cat has a heartbeat. Yes. It it showed you he, he well so he's not even he doesn't check that box it was the comparison was made and I think it's apt to George W Bush's reaction to Katrina yeah where he was I viewed he, as as calloused you know dude I think you, you said on the last trip that I mean the last trip oh my gosh the last show of ours I think it was you that told me Hawaii is going to be bush's katrina yeah, i think and, it was you that said that i'm gonna attribute to you because i'm pretty positive it was and, and george and I had w, not considered that george w bush never he was his second term but he never recovered from that yeah. he never bounced back from katrina he he never got he never got traction as an american president again there are people that are historians that view that as the end for him not 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 even the Iraq war and the weapons of mass destruction and, and some of the missteps in that degree where a lot of the people who hate him the most referred to him as a war criminal. But they'll tell you his presidency ended, his gravitas ended when he flew over New Orleans and looked down. Yeah. And oh, I remember those those pictures on the front of the paper too. Takes Biden 13 days to go. He only is there for six hours and he talks about himself. And about his son and about uh, the cat and about the Corvette. And, hey, I'm going to give you on the same day that he authorizes or, or asks for $25, million, or $25 billion for Ukraine. Hey, I'm going to give all you people a, a one-time $700 payment. Oh, well, that's going to fix everything. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. President. $700. Oh, well. Dude, and I will say also last night, that was another area where Vivek, uh, I thought, stole the limelight too, where he was like, you know, Hey, we need to, we need to take care of America first before we start taking care of everybody else. And everyone, pound, <clears throat> not, not everyone, most of them pounce on him saying, 
you know, we can do both at the same time. And I'm kind of going, uh, <laughs> we don't do both right now. What, what are you guys talking about? I mean, the Hawaii is, and I didn't, I did not realize that, that, uh, you know, that he said, Hey, we're going to issue 700 bucks. Or, I mean, that's almost a, that's an insult. You know, when we're, as you said, you know, we're about to ask for 25 billion to Ukraine and we're going to, in our, on our own soil, in our own backyard, we can't even take care of our people from a natural disaster or maybe unnatural, but. So what's interesting is you, you and I've been talking now for, I don't know, 40 something minutes as we start to wrap up. One of the things that's interesting is that neither of us have mentioned Mike Pence. No, the former, the former, the former vice president was on that stage last night. Mm -mm. What did you think of him? Um, I am not, I was not impressed at all. Um, I don't know, man. He just, he's not my guy for sure. Uh, and I'm not saying that that's not a character assassination at all. I'm sure Mike Pence as a human is a, is a good dude. I just, he's not my guy, man. He is. He, he was not impressive. He didn't motivate me. He didn't speak to me. Um, I mean, and I listened to everything that he said. He just, like him and, and uh, him and um, Chrisley, uh, or Christy, him and Christy yeah. were just both, I thought, had, um, might as well have not even been on the stage. Just nothing that they said spoke to me, at least like with Hutchinson. I got to know him a little better. Uh, I don't think he's the guy. Yeah, he's not either. He's not a serious candidate. I mean, he's he's got experience and he brings a sort of an establishment voice to the stage. But he he's not he's not polling in any area where you could go. Oh, this guy could this guy could get momentum. Yep. I mean, the I mean, ones I'm, that the ones that have a chance to gain some momentum in a in an environment where Donald Trump ceased to exist are DeSantis to a degree, Ramaswamy, Haley. I thought, and, and I'm reading some reaction from uh, outlets, I thought Haley, I give her, again, I give her a lot of credit. This was something in that room that was not popular to say to address exactly what you and I talked about. This is a little repetitive, but she acknowledged that, hey, I'm pro-life. But this is not an issue that wins for us. We've, we've, we as a party, we have to relent from this. We simply do. And knowing that's going to hurt her with some hardcore right-wing base. But you don't win by controlling the right-wing base. You win by getting moderates. Who The only way you win is to get enough people on the edges to go, you know what? whether it's Trump or Haley or whoever, they're not perfect. But look, I got to think about my pocketbook. I got to think about my jobs. I got to think about my 401k. I got to think about what's best for my kids. I'm tired of, I, I got to think, who's going to protect us from the Chinese buying up all of our land? Who is going to do something about the southern border? It's a problem. What are we doing spending all of this money in Ukraine? How do we make that come to an end? How do we do that while acknowledging that that there is, that, that, that uh, Vladimir Putin is a monster and that some of the things that are happening over there are just inhumane and we can't just sit and watch it happen. But at the same time, we can't be the world's police. What are we doing about 
welfare? What are we doing about social things that are happening? What are we doing about the, the, the destruction of American cities? What, what's happening with those things? And if you can get someone who can squeeze those numbers down and hold Biden accountable for his record and somehow also point out that, hey, you know, remember the laptop that they told you was Russian disinformation? It wasn't. We need to talk about that. Yep. We need to talk about what what the big guy got. Why does the big guy have an alias? We need to get into those things. And that's how you shrink the lead and and I think win it. But boy, you let something like, no, no, I'm staunch pro-life and and I'm for a national abortion ban. You will lose. You will, because the, the, that moderate female vote will just say, nope, that's it. I'll I'll deal with all the other stuff. I don't like Biden. I'm against a lot of the things that he does. I hate his record, but no, I'm not 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 doing that to my daughters. And that's yeah. it. And you lose. Uh, anything else? No, dude. I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad. I can't remember. Last time we talked, we said we were going to talk about something on this show. And uh, I should have gone back and re-listened to it. I know we didn't get to it because uh, <laughs> we talked about the first Republican or the first debate of the, of the, of the, of the season. And I don't know, man, I'm really excited to see, uh, uh, what happens, what happens next. Uh, I, I feel like the Republican, the Republican debate started off on a good foot. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens over the next, you know, I guess what, four, four or five months leading yeah. into, yeah. um, super Tuesday. The good thing about um, Trump not being there was that it stopped it from being all about Trump. And yeah. it, it did lead to a conversation about issues. Yeah. And at the end of the day, for people like you and me and our children, we need a national conversation about issues, not a national conversation about why two 80-year-old people hate each other. That's right. And so and you couldn't have you couldn't have had the antithesis of that. You had a, a 38-year-old yeah. uh skinny guy with a weird last name. Uh, but they didn't that, get super personal at one another. I mean, you know, the, the chat GPT thing, that's not, a, no, one, no, no one really called each other name. I mean, for the most part, for the most part, they had a debate on policy and I thought it was really good for, for, I went into it thinking I'm going to turn this off in five minutes and I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing too. I just got, I kind of funny too. I wonder if Chris Christie, I don't know that the chat GPT, I think it was meant to be like a SmackDown, but now it's kind of like, wait, are you saying that this guy is like, really really intelligent is is that the is that because uh you know the ai bot is full of information that can write very well put together uh ideas in yeah. a very short period of time like for sure i don't know if if that was supposed to be a smack i mean maybe to uh an older generation who probably didn't even understand the reference maybe it was but very weird insult but Chris right, well, Christie's weird anyway. Yeah, and he's again, <laughs> he's not serious. Um, all right, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Thanks to everybody cool. for uh, for being part yeah. of the stream. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm headed your way tomorrow. It's going to be super hot, so uh, I'll be out at out at the. Are you going to uh, be in Clinton? Yeah, I'll be in Clinton. Are you refereeing? Nice. I am not, man. I have uh, I have not reserted yet, um, which I have to do my background check this this year every couple of years i make you redo a background check which is good when you're working with kids yeah of course and um i have not done my recertification yet so i will i will miss this this oven of a of a tournament gonna be so hot but they're doing the smart thing they're doing two running 30 minute halves yes 
and two water breaks in with each water half. breaks yeah yeah well the schools have kind of really come in and we took that because we had a school referee meeting there was uh the schools are mandating the water they don't care what the coaches want or don't want it's not about the coaches it's right it's about the kids and say protect the kids yeah of course yep. you know so i told my wife was really worried about it and to be honest i kind of was too i mean 104 degrees yeah but like carson's games are at 10 and then 5 30 so okay. it won't be won't be awful yeah so it'll be, be hot, hot but two 30 minute halves with water breaks running clock they'll yep. get hot and they'll get yep. it, they'll have to really hydrate but that's doable yeah and that's i manageable. think and i think early season tournaments especially in august august september tournaments that are early season don't need to play more than 30 halves with yeah. this heat and yeah. and the kids are not conditioned uh like they would be in you know october november so i think it's smart yeah it's because they normally play 40 high school they play 40 minute halves right yep. to yep. you're and, shaving 20 minutes off the game i think that's really smart i just in this heat this early yep. just smart so yep kudos to them for doing the, the smart thing if, well good luck this weekend man yeah if clinton high school were playing i was going to Gonna bring them donuts and Coca Cola, you know, to get them ready for the for the big game. But but I'm I'm sure T Wade would love for you to send some donuts and Coca Cola, maybe a couple pepperoni pizzas. Uh, the thought, yeah, you know, cake. Uh, that big Domino's congrats, box con- with everything. Yeah, congratulations hey. on your national. I mean, on your state. On your, yeah. Oh my gosh, on your national championship. I'm sure T Wade. I'll leave it. I'll leave. We won't edit that. They they T- play T Wade's a uh, listener. So. Yeah, he's a good dude. They they play in Oxford in in November. I won't do it because there's no way to do it, but I, it would be so funny to let them walk into a smorgasbord of pizza and donuts and Coca-Cola Absolutely. And Snickers bars. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll truly wrap there. Don't forget, um, get in touch with Martin and the people at uh, Pinnacle at mypinwealth.com. Uh, isn't that right? Mypinwealth.com? Yep. Yep. You nailed it, yep. dude. So get in touch with them and uh, see if they can help you as you uh, navigate the financial waters that are out there we'll be back uh, next week with another edition of mind on my money presented by pinnacle until then for martin i'm neil take care i'm mark chapman welcome to the planet premier league podcast each week ses fabregas nader manua and myself talk all things premier league as a player you don't have time to talk no. you don't have time to make a plan you just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.